0: Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 25 verses 1 through 10. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me, for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore she instructs sinners in the way. She leads the humble in what is right, and teaches the humble her way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness, for those who keep her covenant and her testimonies. Genesis chapter 41, verses 37 to 49. This proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this, in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards the throne will be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you all over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took a signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot. And they called out before him, Bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am am Pharaoh, and without your consent no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephanath, Pananiah, and he gave him in marriage Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plentiful years the earth produced abundantly, and he gathered up all the food of these seven years, which occurred in the land of Egypt, and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food from the fields around it, and Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand in the sea, until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured. Acts chapter 7, verses 9-16 through 16. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him, and rescued him out of all his afflictions, and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan, and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers on their first visit. And On the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent and summoned Jacob his father and all his kindred, seventy-five persons in all. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died he and our fathers, and they were carried back to Shechem, and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamor and Shechem. Good morning, and welcome to the fifth Friday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Laguna Niguel, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 25, Genesis 41, and Acts 7, and the uh, the two readings that aren't psalms are parallels, and you can you'll notice a couple of just minor differences but um, one of the, the kind of overarching things that I notice is that um, there's this saying that i that I was told by um a community organizer um, and that is no permanent friends, no permanent enemies like you work with who you work with. And you you know kind of get from that relationship whatever you know value it might provide um, but not to you know not to take things personally in the terms of enemies like someone who works against you today might work with you tomorrow, and that's kind of what I think about in terms of political theology and I came through a lot of you know because I came uh kind Of into the church through pacifist circles, um, a lot of those same people were also um, anti imperialists, and uh, there's a strong uh, belief that uh, you know the United States is an empire, and, and that's fine, I, I can understand that rationale, um, but it doesn't totally line with the Bible. Um, I won't go into too much in the New Testament. Um, but uh jesus doesn't seem to be all that interested in politics and empire um or he doesn't seem to be too interested in the empire um he knows what empire does and he knows what power and corruption and oppression uh what the results are but like rome is just one of many the problem isn't rome the problem is something underneath rome and kind of funding rome uh Rome's imagination and and everything. Um, and in the Old Testament, we see that um, that same imperialism, um, when it favors Israel, there's not a big problem. Um, that in you know welcoming uh, Joseph, Pharaoh hasn't acted as a temp- typical power-hungry emperor does. Um, it's a different Pharaoh that. Will oppress the Israelites, but there's—I mean, there's no hesitation on Joseph's part. He accepts the golden chain. He accepts all this stuff, and then he shares it uh, because the empire, you know, the particular thing is not usually the problem. It's it's the the power and the narrative that allows for or even encourages exploitation. That's the problem. So capitalism, sure, that's probably more corruptible than other systems, but um, you know America's capitalism, you know the what some people call like late late stage terminal capitalism or something I don't know, like yeah, the way that we have taken it is a problem um but capitalism well, there's a lot of different systems, I suppose you could be concerned with but the accumulation of wealth that's a more like specific name than you know the, that's what the empire did right like that's what pharaoh did um when the uh israelites will be oppressed by a later pharaoh what they're doing is building storehouses of grain and uh that's an insurance policy against drought and famine uh, we're not going to trust God. We'll send the rain, so we're going to store, store things up and, you know, accumulate. Um, it's not capitalism. I mean, they weren't buying and selling it. It's imperialism. So the imperialism itself is like, is that colonialism? Like, the, the way we parse this out is sometimes sloppy. Um, so to call something, I think what I'm saying is there's even something beneath imperialism. Like, not all empires... Are created the same. Not all nations are created the same, um, and there's something underneath that um, that we need to be on guard against. And it isn't always operative in every form, right? So, the kind of corruption or or, or oppression or injustice or evil that um, the Bible warns us about, sometimes it does appear in Egypt, in America, in uh, the the British Empire in, you know, Iraq, in Germany. Like, sometimes it does appear, but it doesn't always. You know, those superficial things, the, the nations themselves or whatever, like, those aren't usually the problem. Rome isn't really the problem. Because Rome had great years and it had shitty years. There are some things that, that Rome did that uh, the Judeans benefited from. And there's some things that they didn't benefit from Jesus lived at a time when there were more benefits than uh detriments. You know, there were no legions in Judea. Um, so he had you know, he had no like that kinda of contributes to his lack of caring about about Rome. Like they weren't benevolent, but they weren't malevolent. They weren't yet. Um there were stories and there were instances in their past, in Israel's past, that Rome had been, you know, the embodiment of evil. But in general, the problem at Jesus in Jesus's lifetime was the religious elites. Um, you know, the priesthood was no longer hereditary. The priesthood was no longer, you know, authentic. Um, it was corrupted. It was political, um, and that was much more present and obvious in his daily life than some, you know, far off uh, absentee landlord like Rome. He never Jesus never went to Caesarea, never went to Sebaste or Samaria, the city of Samaria where they had garrisons of troops. Um, he encountered mostly indigenous forces and Syrian auxiliaries. And so they were like him, like he didn't you know the there was no Rome was not the enemy for Jesus. Pilate had to rubber stamp the uh, the Sadducees um Murder conviction and capital punishment, but you know this text shows time and again. Pilate's like, "Look, I'm I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous." And so Jesus doesn't have a beef with the Romans. He may have a beef with Roman imperialism. He may have a beef with late terminal stage capitalism. But America is a different is a different beast, right? Uh, Just like Rome was a, a different thing um at different times for different people um and if we get too lost in attributing all the bad to these particular things like egypt wasn't all bad there's there were bad things that certain egyptians did who had power um just like there are certain things that american politicians do that have power that are i think are evil um but America is what we make it. America is what it makes, what makes itself, right? Just like Egypt, just like Rome. Um, and don't confuse, um, you know, all the things that we might think a thing might, or a, a nation or a, a person or a body might do wrong with what goes on that enables that wrong thing to, to occur and to, and to flourish, um, there's no permanent friends and no permanent enemies. Um, nations and people change over time. Sometimes they do better. Sometimes they do worse. Um, and we are—it's much more fruitful to focus on the spiritual battle. Like what's underneath that—that that is uh, providing the the means and the imagination and narrative to do wrong, because you can do wrong anywhere. Um, and it's, it's not just, not usually just the particular people and places. It's the, the ideas and the, the underlying kind of narrative or, or power structures that fail to keep people and persons and things in check. A prayer for our country from the Book of Common Prayer Almighty God who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech you that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many peoples and languages. Endure, endure with the spirit of wisdom those to who in your name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to your law we may show forth your praise among nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness in the day of trouble Suffer not our trust in you to fail. All which we seek through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at Patreon.com pupuhq You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less.